0: Welcome back to the MedBullet Step 1 podcast. In this episode, we go over the topic of coronary artery anatomy from the cardiovascular section on MedBullets.com. Let's start this episode with a clinical snapshot. A 70-year-old man presents to the emergency room with chest pain for the past hour. He has a medical history of coronary artery disease, hyperlipidemia, and type 2 diabetes mellitus. He has a 30-pack year smoking history and drinks alcohol regularly. His electrocardiogram reveals ST segment elevations in leads V3 and V4. Aspirin is given, and he is rushed for an angioplasty. This is a case of myocardial infarction with left main coronary artery involvement. Let's review the anatomy of the coronary arteries. The coronary arteries include the right coronary artery, or the RCA, and the left main coronary artery, or the LCA. The right coronary artery arises from the right aortic sinus and supplies the right ventricle and the bundle of hiss. The branches of the right coronary artery include the sinoatrial nodal artery and the right marginal artery. The sinoatrial nodal artery supplies the sinoatrial node, and the right marginal artery supplies the right ventricle. The posterior descending artery, or the PDA, supplies the AV node, and this is supplied by the atrioventricular nodal artery. It also supplies the posterior portion of the interventricular septum and ventricles, along with the posterior medial papillary muscles the left main coronary artery, or the LCA, arises from the left aortic sinus. The branches of this artery are the left circumflex coronary artery, or the LCX, and the left anterior descending artery, or the LAD. The LCX supplies the lateral and posterior wall of the left ventricle, the anterolateral papillary muscle, and supplies some of the blood that flows to the SA node and the AV node. The LAD supplies the anterior portion of the interventricular septum, the anterolateral papillary muscle, the anterior surface of the left ventricle, and note that this is the most common artery to be involved in myocardial infarction. Let's now discuss the coronary arterial system dominance. This is defined by which artery supplies the PDA. In cases of right dominance, which is 85% of all cases, the RCA gives rise to the PDA. In left dominance, which is 8% of all cases, the LCX gives rise to the PDA. And in codominance, which is 7% of all cases, both the LCX and the RCA give rise to the PDA. The coronary sinus is the endpoint of coronary flow and is continuous with the right atrium. In chronic pulmonary hypertension, the coronary sinus becomes dilated. The blood in the coronary sinus has the lowest oxygen content in the body, and the oxygen saturation levels are usually 30%. The left atrium is the most posterior part of the heart. Enlargement of this can compress the following structures. The esophagus, causing dysphagia, and the left recurrent laryngeal nerve, causing hoarseness. Let's now review the localization of myocardial infarctions. We'll go over the leads with the SD segment elevation, its respective location of the MI, and their respective vessels that are affected. The first lead is V1, V2. The location of the MI in this case would be a septal MI, and the vessels affected would be the LAD. The second is V3, V4, and the location of the MI in this is anterior, and the vessel affected is again the LAD. The next is V5, V6, and the location of the MI in this case is apical, and the vessels affected are the LAD, LCX, or the RCA. And the next leads are leads 1 and AVL, and the location of the MI in this is a lateral MI, and the vessel affected is the LCX. And the penultimate leads are the V7, V9 leads, and the location of the MI in this case is a posterior MI, and the vessels affected are the RCA and the LCX. And finally, the last leads are the leads 2, 3, and AVF. The location of the MI in this is an inferior MI, and the vessels affected are the RCA and the LCX. Let's now discuss the pathology of the coronary steel phenomenon. In a myocardial infarction, narrowed coronary arteries are dilated maximally to increase blood flow to ischemic tissues. When a vasodilator is used, coronary arteries that are not narrowed vasodilate. This results in narrowed coronary arteries that cannot further dilate, and thus the blood flow is stolen from the narrowed arteries. Classically, diperimidal is associated with this and is also used for cardiac stress testing. Okay, so now that we've gone over the major points about this topic, Let's go over a few questions to apply the information and get a sense of how this topic has been tested on past exams. First question. A 38-year-old woman presents to her primary care physician after she felt dizzy during a hike at the Grand Canyon with her family. She says that the feeling of dizziness came on suddenly, though she had felt dehydrated and tired for about an hour prior to the event. She has no past medical history and does not take any drugs. She doesn't smoke and drinks sparingly. Physical exam is unrevealing, and both the basic metabolic panel and the complete blood count are unremarkable. EKG is obtained, and the results show an increasing PR interval until a beat drops, at which point the PR interval resets. Which of the following coronary arteries supplies the structure that is most likely abnormal in this patient? One, left anterior descending artery. Two, left circumflex artery. Three, posterior descending artery. Four, right marginal artery. Or five, sinoatrial nodal artery. And the correct answer choice is answer choice 3, posterior descending artery. This otherwise healthy patient who experienced dizziness and has dropped beats on EKG most likely has a second-degree atrioventricular block. The AV node is supplied by the posterior descending coronary artery. Remember, the heart is supplied by the right and left coronary arteries, which arise from the aortic sinuses immediately superior to the heart chambers. The right coronary artery gives rise to the sinoatrial nodal artery, which supplies the sinoatrial node, and the right marginal artery, which supplies the bulk of the right ventricle. The left coronary artery gives rise to the left circumflex coronary artery, which supplies the lateral and posterior wall of the left ventricle, and the left anterior descending artery, which supplies the anterior portion of the interventricular septum. The posterior descending artery supplies the AV node and the posterior interventricular septum and can arise from either the left or the right side. Let's now review the incorrect answer choices. Answer choice 1. The left anterior descending artery supplies the anterior portion of the interventricular septum rather than the AV node. Answer choice 2 the left circumflex coronary artery supplies the lateral and posterior wall of the left ventricle rather than the AV node. Answer choice 4, the right marginal artery supplies the bulk of the right ventricle rather than the AV node. And finally, answer choice 5, the sinoatrial nodal artery supplies the sinoatrial node rather than the AV node. In summary, the atrioventricular node is supplied by the posterior descending coronary artery. Next question. A 61-year-old man is brought to the emergency room with chest pain. He developed severe, crushing, substernal chest pain 10 hours ago while he was hiking in the Adirondack Mountains. He was with two friends at the time who gave him aspirin before carrying him five miles to a town to get phone service, where they then called emergency medical services. His past medical history is notable for hypertension, diabetes mellitus, and hyperlipidemia. He takes enalapril, metformin, and torvastatin. He has a 20-pack year smoking history and is an avid hiker. His temperature is 100 degrees Fahrenheit or 37.8 degrees Celsius, blood pressure is 102 over 60 millimeters of mercury, pulse is 130 per minute, and respirations are 28 per minute. He is diaphoretic and intermittently conscious. Bilateral rails are heard on pulmonary auscultation. An electrocardiogram demonstrates ST segment elevations in leads 1 and AVL despite appropriate management, the patient expires. An autopsy is performed demonstrating ischemia in the left atrium and posterior left ventricle. Which of the following vessels was most likely affected in this patient? 1. Left anterior descending artery. 2. Left circumflex artery. 3. Left coronary artery. 4. Posterior descending artery. Or five, right marginal artery. And the correct answer choice is answer choice two, left circumflex artery. The patient in this vignette presents with ischemia in the posterior electrocardiogram leads with corresponding ischemia on autopsy in the left atrium and posterior left ventricle suggestive of a posterior MI myocardial infarction. The left atrium and posterior left ventricle are predominantly supplied by the left circumflex artery, the LCX. Remember, the LCX is an important branch of the left coronary artery, the LCA, that supplies the posterior aspect of the heart. Specifically, the LCX supplies the left atrium and posterior left ventricle. A plaque rupture in the LCX will therefore present with ischemia to those regions of the heart, also known as a posterior MI. An electrocardiogram will demonstrate ST elevations in leads one and AVL. Let's now review the incorrect answer choices. Answer choice one, The left anterior descending artery, the LAD, is a major branch of the LCA that supplies the left ventricle, right ventricle, and anterior interventricular septum. An ischemic insult to the LAD will present with an anterolateral MI. Answer choice 3, the LCA, is one of two main coronary arteries arising from the ascending aorta. The LCA gives rise to the LCX and LAD and therefore supplies much of the left, anterior, and posterior myocardium. Answer choice four, the posterior descending artery, or the PDA, also known as the posterior interventricular artery, is a branch of the right coronary artery, the RCA. The PDA supplies the right ventricle, posterior interventricular septum, and some of the left ventricle. And finally, answer choice 5, the right marginal artery is a branch of the RCA and supplies part of the right ventricle. In summary, the left circumflex artery supplies the left atrium and posterior left ventricle. And that's all for this review about coronary artery anatomy. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the MedBullet Step 1 podcast, a daily audio review session by MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. Keep in mind that these podcasts are designed to go along with the topics on medbullets.com, and in fact, you can listen to these episodes right on the MedBullets website or mobile app while going through the topic. If you've gotten any value from these MedBullet Step 1 podcasts so far, please consider leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Also, if you aren't already, be sure to follow MedBullets on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for daily high-yield content. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullets Step 1 podcast.